Hey, how you doing guys? Sir, the Antagonist here, back with another episode. Now, today I want to discuss the tournament arc on My Hero Academia and why I think, compared to other shonen, it's complete trash. Now, I'm not saying that I don't like the, the tournament arc because obviously there's a couple good episodes but overall as a whole it does not stack up to other anime or manga now the biggest let's let's, let's start with uh, a few points the whole tournament arc focused on three characters i guess four if you want to consider ochako to be one of those characters because she did get a little bit of development with her fight with Bakugo but that was just that one simple fight now all of the fights were completely unbalanced and this was definitely by accident Hodokoshi himself stated that he wanted that arc to be a stepping point to kind of develop Todoroki more which he definitely did. That was definitely the highlight to the entire uh, the entire arc. But because of that, he neglected every other character. And when it comes to come, uh, creating a tournament arc, you really have to think about every single character and how they're going to be utilized. And that's something he admittedly did not do. So because of this, he tried to rush through all the, uh, all the fights, which is basically the best part of a tournament arc, in my opinion. That's the whole point of a tournament arc, to maybe have a simple excuse to put up opponents together that might not originally fight each other. Um, the, the, the fights could have been much more balanced. The weaker characters could have fought against each other while the stronger characters fought against each other. Now, obviously, since it's a tournament, it's supposed to be a random fight. It's not supposed to be chosen, which is completely understandable. So a couple of balanced fights, I understand. But I don't think it should have been completely as unbalanced as it was. Now, uh, Bakugo. Now, he steamrolled through his first fight. Who did he fight? Uh, he fought... What was his name? Jeez, I cannot, wasn't it? Man. Tsukuyomi, right? He fought Tsukuyomi, and he completely destroyed. He fought Raraka, and I don't think she should have done anywhere near as good as she did. If it's going to show Bakugo destroying Tsukuyomi, it doesn't make sense that she, that Raraka did as good as she did. Ochako, Raraka, I don't know what you guys want to call her. I'll use both things. But, um, yeah. She shouldn't have done as good, because if you really think about it, if... Ochako would have went up against Tsukuyomi, he would have annihilated her. And the whole point of Bakugo taking him out so easily was to kind of show his dominance in you in, in uh, class 1A. Bakugo is definitely one of the top fighters in class 1A, and that's what that, in my opinion, that's what I think that fight was trying to, to display. But it kind of backtracked on itself when he fought against Ochako, and she held her own. When she is clearly one of the weaker characters in all in, in all of Class 1A. And that's not my opinion. If you actually look at the data books and look at her stats, she has some of the lowest stats. Like she's like one of the slowest. Uh, uh, she's not even that that uh, smart. She's not strong. Uh, just look, look at the data books. She's definitely on the lower rank. And the fact that she held her own against Bakugo did a great job to show her development. But ended up kind of backtracking the whole thing they were doing with Bakugo. Uh, the facts were because they were unbalanced, they were extremely anticlimactic to me. Um, when Denki Kaminari fought the girl with the, the vines for hair, that was way too quickly. That was, that was way too quick of a fight. 
she took him out in a matter of seconds. This was pretty much what happened with most of the fights. They were taken out within a matter of seconds. Um, it, let's see, what other fights? I mean, I, I can't name all the fights off the top of my head. I should have wrote them all down. But I'm basically going off what I remember. And I think that's probably my biggest pet peeve is the fact that this was a perfect opportunity for them to stretch out the arc a little bit, which I understand they wanted to get to the stain stuff because that's probably the uh, more interesting things of the, of the of the tournament arc. And I'm not even going to address the cavalry battle and things of that nature because those are fun, but I feel like those are things that could have been maybe neglected a little bit in order to focus on the tournament itself. If he didn't really, if he really didn't want to extend the length of the arc, what he could have done was kind of neglect a few things in that aspect to focus on the tournament. That way each character got their one-on-one moment. Now, I mean, the cavalry battle was great to show a lot of the teamwork and how the, the characters were able to think on their feet and the obstacle race, all that. I mean, it was fun. It was cool. It was definitely, I definitely thought it was fun to watch, but it sacrificed so much focusing on those things as opposed to the actual fights, which I think the fights could have had so much more development if they, if, if he just lengthened things out a little bit, made each fight an episode, maybe, maybe one or maybe, maybe go between two fights per episode, something, but give each character the time of day to maybe expand on them a little bit. It obviously, you don't have to go as, as in depth as you did with uh, Ochako. I mean, maybe, maybe do what you did with Ochako, actually. Hers was extremely in depth, but it showed her growth. I think that's a good level, and it didn't, and it, and it was just one fight for her to show what, what, um, her progression. What I was trying to say is don't, you don't have to go as, as in-depth as, uh, as Todoroki, but definitely give all the characters a little bit of love. I don't know. I, I didn't like how a lot of these characters just got taken out so quickly. Some characters that definitely have potential, and they're not. They're, they're much smarter than that. They could have lasted a lot longer. That's probably the, big, one, the biggest uh, pet peeve of mine. Now, what else? Let's get to the fact that, well, I guess I'll discuss that at the very end, but, you know, I, I guess I could discuss that now. When Deku fought Todoroki, it was just so, it was cool to watch, in a sense, but the whole finger flick thing, I think he took it to the extreme. I got it, it's showing that he's kind of willing to go past his pain limit to continue fighting. He's not a pushover, he's gonna keep trying. But it was just like an ice wall and a finger flick. Ice wall, finger flick. It it, it was good for Deku's, but Todoroki's so much smarter than that. After he did one or two, he should have like, okay, Deku's gonna keep doing this. Let me figure out a way to get around him. I don't know, it just seemed kind of like, it's kind of like those, uh, what, what are they called? Those RPG games, where you, like the turn-based games, where one person attacks and the other person, I don't know, it was, it was very anticlimactic. Now, the ending of the fight was pretty cool. I liked whenever they actually fought each other. Uh, the w- one thing that I probably thought was probably maybe the best is when Deku punched Hiroki, that should have killed him. He can't regulate his power yet, and he did a full-on gut punch to Todoroki. And it landed. It's not like he blocked the blunt of the attack with ice and he got hit by the residual. He got straight up knocked the fuck back by Deku's fist using all for one. How is that not going to kill him when a single flick of his finger destroys a glacier of ice? That was extremely inconsistent. And I really think that Horikoshi should have put more thought into that battle. Now, the sentimental and the, the, the significance of the, the fight 
made a lot of sense. I get it. It'd be great for building the character. But come on, man. A straight-on punch from Deku when he can't control his quirk yet? That should have killed him. And, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Argue with me. I'm not going to change my opinion. Unless you show me some sort of facts, that punch should have killed Todoroki. Yeah, and if, even at the very minimum, if it didn't kill him, let's go beyond the belief that it could have killed him. You know, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. It should have at least knocked him out. Come on. That should have sent him flying to the point where he wasn't able to put his foot down to, to, to create that little thing of ice to stop himself. Now, maybe I'm mixing up uh, the sections of the fight, but I'm pretty sure that isn't when he got hit, when he made a little wall behind him to stop himself from falling off the, uh, the arena. No, nah, that punch should have sent him flying into the stands. Come on, let's be real. And then at the very end, well, uh, the, the, the most climactic moment when Todoroki finally used his fire to, to, to attack Deku, the dumbest part of all of this is the fact that Sementos and what was her name, Midnight, I think is her name, when they were trying to stop the impact of their fight, when there's eraser heads in the stands, he can literally just look at them and stop their quirks. Or what like the fuck? Like it didn't make any sense. It made for a cool visual. Whenever Cementos put up all those little walls and they just just right through them, that was pretty cool to look at. Which I guess the point when it comes to animation it was awesome to look at. It just didn't make sense. I don't know. Like I said, it was fun to watch. It was definitely fun to watch. Um, I enjoyed it. But at the level that I know Horikoshi can write and choreograph his fights, uh, it just didn't stack up to me. It didn't stack up, especially if you want to compare it to other shonen tournaments. Now, I, I do like the fact that it ended. It had a winner at the end. It, it sucked that it was Bakugo. Not, not, not the fact that it was Bakugo. It sucked of the way Bakugo won. But, uh, I mean, hey, it had a it had an ending. It made sense. I, I can understand where where it was going. Kind of Todoroki had a little moment at the very end. He was like, fuck, what I do? He had its power, and he kind of regretted it in the end. And he let Bakugo just destroy him. I understand it. It makes sense. But I just wasn't feeling it, man. Once again, it's definitely fun to watch. Um, not, not really an arc that I would probably watch again. Like, I wouldn't go through and watch it again just because just it was so badass or the fights were so epic. It's one of those where you watch it once, you get the feel, and the moment you kind of feel the emotions of the characters, so it really impacts you. But if you try to go watch it again, it's not, there's nothing there that really brings you back. And I'm specifically talking about the actual tournament, the fights in the tournament. I'm not talking about the cavalry battle. All that stuff's really cool and fun. Uh, all that stuff made sense. My main uh, rants are about the actual tournament fights. It just doesn't have a replay value to me to go back and watch it. Like I said, in the moment, it was fun made you feel something and I guess that in the end that's the point it just for the level of anime that My Hero Academia is for the level of manga and how highly praised it is for it to for, for it to do some like so little with a tournament arc it just really disappointed me I, I could definitely have seen the tournament arc being a major point in My Hero Academia, and to some people it is, because a lot of uh, Todoroki fans, that's like that's where he got his time to shine, so they love it, that's where he was, he was the man, it was all about him, 
And if you're a diehard Todoroki fan, cool, I get it. That's where your man got to shine, and I respect it. But overall, as a storytelling, like the whole storytelling aspect of it, the the legitimacy of the whole arc just didn't do it for me. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of you are going to disagree with me, but you at least have to kind of see my point. I'll respect your opinion. Uh, I hope you guys can respect mine. Like I said, I love the show. Um, it's it's uh, definitely my favorite shonen right now to date. So it's not any hate on Hodokoshi or the show itself. It's just, I mean, we have to be able to actually dissect the shows that we're watching and look, be realistic about it. You can't just be one of those blind fans that loves everything about a certain show just because you like the show. You don't have to do that. You can, you can objectively watch the show and see the flaws for what they are. And just, you know, look forward to the end, to, to later on in the show, later on in the manga, just like my favorite arc, which is about to be seen in season four, which is the overhaul, uh, the Chisaki, the, 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 the Mirio, all that, the Deku, the hundred percent, like that's, that's the shit that I'm talking about. That's, that's a good fucking arc in my opinion. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Now, does that arc, the tournament arc damage my hero academia as a whole no it doesn't it doesn't i love the show um i enjoyed it for what it was but i can't say that that arc was masterful it was a masterpiece or anything crazy like that it was not in any way shape or form now uh i probably have to go ahead and reread and once it comes out fully watch and you know actually delve in deep into the overhaul arc i'm I'm sure it has its flaws as well um i read it one once as a as a as purely entertainment perspective so i'm i wasn't reading into it dissecting everything that was said um all the hypocrisies i didn't do that when i read the uh, overhaul arc so i'm sure if i give it another read i might be able to notice some things that i didn't like about it similar to the to the uh tournament arc which i will whenever the the show actually comes out and i actually watch it i'll be able to maybe since i already know what's going to happen I'll be able to focus a little more and not get so delved deep into like uh, delve so deep into the story. I'll be able to actually pay attention to what's going on and things of that nature. So I might uh, do another like uh, dissection of that arc, you know, because to me it was an excellent arc. I love the way they developed certain characters. Um, I, I I loved Mirio the best. That's my favorite part of the whole arc. But. Um, I definitely have to be objective. I've got to be fair. I can't just say because my preferred characters are in that arc. I, it's better than another. Another. So I'll definitely watch it and give my objective opinion. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you disagree with me, well, feel free to mention it to me. I am not the kind of person that's going to get butt hurt because you, dis- you disagree with me. Um, if you disagree with me, that's completely fine. Let me know why. That's, uh, let's have a discussion. You know, I'll respect your opinion. You you can say whatever you want. I'm not going to get mad at you. Uh, let me know what you think. If you think I'm wrong, then cool. Let's have a discussion. Maybe you can maybe you can sway me. Maybe a lot of the points that I made, um, I didn't notice a lot of things, or maybe uh, 
or maybe I was being biased and just a couple of things that I noticed made me kind of have a bad taste in my mouth for the arc and it made me neglect other points that were really important. So uh, if you maybe you can change my mind. So if you disagree with me, let me know. If you agree with me, cool, just let me know as well. Give me some feedback, please. It definitely is going to help in the later episodes. It'll let me know what you guys like and what you guys don't like so I can tailor the content to uh, your needs. All right, but uh, with that being said, this is Sarah the Antagonist. That was the most recent episode. And once again, guys, I am out.